Um, so, weird thing, is Marvel just obsessed with uh, throwing their black superheroes into bodies of water? Is this just a thing <laughs> in 2018? Is this the, it's is just them the confirming that Namor is going to be in the MCU. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's a fair place to go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Paramount silently dipping its fingers into all productions going forward. They were, mm-hmm. they were the smoking man. They're being right. all... They replaced the man with the skeleton with like a I don't know a, a robot or something like a. a... Well, they... they they took out the living brain matter they could from the skeleton, and they've now put it into a robot that <laughs> they hired unfortunately, unfortunately it's confused the the rights to Namor with all things involved with what it does being water based. <laughs> So it's just showing up in anything involving water. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's it. yeah. Yeah. But he still that's... smokes a cigar and still talks about having syphilis of the throat. I know what the kids are into, okay? <laughs> um... He's gonna fuck a weird fish monster. <laughs> <laughs> They'll love it. They'll love it. Haven't you heard of scalies? Um... Oh, no. <laughs> no, bad, 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 and that's coming that's from right. me. That's coming from me <laughs> saying that's bad. That's oh, all I get. That's right, motherfuckers. Harlan's <laughs> ri- driving the bus. Whoa, <laughs> that's get that's get nuts. Um, <laughs> Let's get real. Right. Okay, Nick Cage. All right, uh, Arlen Harrow here hosting this week. Well. We'll see, but yeah. <laughs> Who else is here with me? Uh, it it's me, Hunter Davenport. I'm also here. Uh, and I'm Eric Fedorchak, and I'm here to suck on people's fingers real weird. <laughs> and just make like weird sucking sounds. <laughs> like you. They like, like they had to hit you in the first episode with that. Gross. Mm-hmm. Gross. Mm-hmm. I like it. What are you doing, yep. Amanda Waller? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, so let's start from... Because I feel like these episodes, they don't blend together like they sometimes do with these Netflix shows. Um, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Uh, let's start with Foggy. Because uh, that's one of the first people that we see. Uh, in episode five of Luke Cage, that's what we're doing, by the way. He's just and trying to get a man paid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was. I was. I mean, I'm not that surprised that he showed up, but it was still just like, oh, hey, there's. I like. There's it. Foggy. I like, I like foggy. business, laid back business, Foggy. Mm-hmm. He looks like he goes yeah. a lot of barbecues and drinks some Mike's hard lemonade. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. And then he goes home at night and he cries. <laughs> My best friend is dead. <laughs> and then he goes to work and he's the strawberry lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> he's just hiding all this just sadness underneath. Um, yeah. by drinking beer pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, not your father's root beer. Uh, oh. This is a uh, 
God, that's the most foggy drink. What isn't it? Like, yeah, be all of. over that. Yeah. Not your father's Mountain Dew or whatever. You well, keep just, it just looking at the type of women he was into in Daredevil season two, it's like, okay, yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense that he would probably drink something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not even as a joke. Like, no, <laughs> just completely unironically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what it tastes good. What it has mm-hmm. alcohol too. Why wouldn't I do it? <laughs> Great, I love it. I feel um, personally attacked right now. <laughs> here's the thing: I've drank that stuff before. It's um, it's okay. fine. <laughs> you know, it does the job. When when I was in my mid twenties, like the one local bar that uh that I was a regular at, it was the the local club actually that a lot of bands played at that I would go to. And my mm. my roommate and I would go there. And some nights we'd just be like, you know what? We're just gonna get girl drink drunk tonight. So we would just go in and have them make the fruitiest, like, most non-alcoholic tasting drinks ever. On my on my last birthday, uh, me and my friends local uh, frequent a local bar here. It's like a Chinese restaurant has a bar like next door. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I was really drunk, and I know the bartender, and I was like, "Hey, can I get a vodka cranberry for some reason?" Yeah, why not? Yeah, I was, do it. I, yeah, it, it was good. <laughs> Hmm. Sometimes you just gotta. Yeah. But my point was just gonna be like, girl drink drunk is pretty much the same as drinking any of those beer pops, whatever you want to call them, Mike's Hard Lemonade. They're all right. kind of gross and they make you feel terrible the next day. Hell yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> hmm. That's that. That is correct. Um. Yeah. Anyways, I think my larger point there was like, wow, Foggy has really moved on. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He just seems fine. Uh, well, wait, what law firm is he working for at this point? Is he still at the one that uh, what's your face from Jessica Jones runs? Or I'm not sure. Or was a partner at at least? Yeah. In, in my in my head canon, it's it's She Hulk. Okay, oh, I'm okay I'm, with that. I'm into that. Yeah. yeah, I'm very into that idea. Um, like, but yeah, like I don't know. Like, he seems fine. Like, especially, I mean, then this could be a we don't know how long this is after the events of Defenders um, at all. I mean, yeah. This guy still doesn't have an arm. Right. Yeah. It's like, but it's like, also, it's also Karen in Punisher was still like, she was still grieving over it just a little bit. You could tell even though they never said it. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. She, it's interesting. She almost, she almost wanted that John Berthold dick. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they! Yeah, I feel like they almost went there too. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was that was something I was thinking about when I first saw him. Yeah, it was just that he, like Foggy, you seem pretty pretty chill about all this. Like, that's your mm-hmm. best friend from who like helped drag you through college, and you did the same for him. And you know, just business as usual. Yep, yep. That that's why I am thinking like. Maybe we'll see a cutaway of him going home and just, like, crying because that he's would just, make sense. He's just got a pile of Matt's clothes he sleeps on like a cat. <laughs> I, I would love that so I, much. I miss his smell. I miss him so much. <laughs> he has Matt's helmet on him in case Luke wants, <laughs> wants it. It's like, here, I have Matt's. You want it? He's like, no. I just... <laughs> I'm the daredevil. I'm the daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Um, God damn it. 
Yeah. Um, but anyways, foggy aside, I, this first episode or this second part or whatever, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Words. Um, episode five. Um, it's it's really fun. This episode really light compared to the two episodes before it. Oh uh, yeah. It has a bunch of Heroes for Hire stuff. Mm-hmm. It does. Mm-hmm. They really are leaning into it much more heavily than I thought they would be. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely noticed that too. I was, I'm was, i happily surprised, but I'm just kind of like, hmm, hmm, let's see where this goes. Right, because, well, like, with Netflix's, with their pace at things, like, Matt didn't get his, what the fuck is the weapon called? His, his signature weapon till like, the last episode of season two or whatever uh so it's like uh, you guys don't know how to do this and like get things done quickly you know which is mm-hmm. and we're we're spoiled by the cw stuff where like barry fights and defeats the Thon by the end of the first season <laughs> so so it's like yeah but still like i don't know i i was not expecting them to get to this as soon as they have um it, like they seem to be setting it up that by the end of the season there will be he'll have like a poster board up or something and like a card saying you know hire me for x amount or something yeah no that's i'm i would not be shocked at all if that's where they ended up going with the end Mm -hmm. of the season is that yeah luke is advertising that he will he will help you for a price because i mean that's that's exactly what this entire episode was about was just like oh shit luke doesn't have a viable way to make money really which, which yeah. is kind of weird he fi- just figured that out now. Yeah. Yeah, because how is he... Like, he was making enough to live as a barber or working in a barber shop before? I mean, is that what we're supposed to believe? Yeah. Well, I assume that yes. he was getting, like, royalties off of, like, his merch and stuff. I guess, but it's it's not like he had, like, a, a business no. a machine going, so... It wasn't, like, stable, like, income. Yeah. Yeah. And he lives, even though he lives in Harlem, it's not like Harlem is cheap to live in either, guys. So I just, right. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, whatever. We can nitpick the reality of the show based on based on comic books about a I mean, large black man who's experimented this also, on. This also exists in a universe that vigilante laws don't exist. Ex- that's true. That's a good right. point. Yeah. 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 There I, were no Sokovia Accords, as we know. Yeah, that we know of. Um that was one thing I wanted to mention before we moved away from Foggy too much, or at least the introduction of him. Just, just the part where he brings up Shock G and and Humpty Hump, like just and to talk Bart about Bronson Digital Underground. In the same sentence, mm-hmm. like that felt like a little bit heavy-handed to me. Just, just a little bit. It, yeah. it, it treaded into Black Lightning territory. <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah. I mean, I I understand with Foggy's character that he would probably say something that stupid, and that's why Luke mm-hmm. was just kind of like laughed at him, just like, "Oh, you stupid white person." Yep. <laughs> I just it kind of made me cringe a little bit, especially uh, and more so than him saying that about the the bands like and and Shock G and whatnot was just like you know I used to rock a hoodie. Okay, uh. the, I didn't realize you're choice of clothing indicated the type of music or culture you were into. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, also, I'm feeling uncomfortable about it, just thinking about it. Just, I don't think I brought this up on uh, on the first episode, but 
uh, Piranha kind of, I don't know if any of you, Eric definitely has never seen mm-hmm. the show. Have you ever seen Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? No. Yes, yes, I have. Doesn't he, doesn't he remind you a little bit of Mr. Mosby? Um, kind of. This is energy. I, yeah, his energy, I can definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. He's got the same, yeah, there's a zest to him, I guess. <laughs> uh-huh. It's, it's, yeah, no, that's a very interesting comparison. I never would have brought up, but it works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Piranha, okay, that's, Piranha's a good place to go with this because he is, he's a lot of fun. Um, yes. He, as they went on, they really differentiated him from Roach, um, which is a problem that I had earlier. Yeah. Um, but he's just like this, like, fanboy of, Luke, um, which yeah. was really interesting. Uh, when he gave him the box, I thought that it was going to be like the classic costume. I was like, oh, they're going to do this again? <laughs> they're going to do the classic look again? Yeah, I, no. I totally missed what was in the box. It was just the hoodie. It was the oh. Carhartt hoodie. Okay. That he uses later on to like fix his leg or whatever. Okay. Um, which, okay, I guess. <laughs> whatever i mean i guess that was an interesting choice um i do like when luke is like cosplay (laughs) uh that was pretty good Uh, well that and i was i was kind of shocked that they actually got ghostface killer for the show like that Mm -hmm. seems like a pretty big get for uh for a marvel tv show it's marvel at this point and video award just came out so i bet they can do anything they want yeah, the first and, season had a uh, Red Man or Method Man. Well, but I think it was Red Man. I mean, yeah. I could get Red Man if I bought like a bag I, of beef jerky. So I mean, we could probably get Red Man on the show if we paid him enough. <laughs> Red Man, if you're out there, we want you on the show. <laughs> like it's Red Man and Method Man, kind of at least in my opinion, don't really have the the credibility anymore not as, that not, not as much as ghostface no like mm. ghostface has remained like has remained like a, a, a i don't know i'm trying to think of the words here like obviously um he's been an impressive like mc like ever since he went solo like his last couple right. albums have always been good and always gotten great renown and reviews so i'm just i'm kind of shocked that he would just be like yeah okay cool i'll do it but i mean he's also a huge uh, comic book fan like if I remember correctly, he he went by either Tony Stark or or Bruce Stark for a while as one of his names. So Bruce Banner. Well, he did Bruce Banner, but I think he he also had a he was also going by Stark. So interesting. Yeah, I can't remember. It's been a while. I've been out of the game too long. <laughs> it's been so been a while since you rocked a hoodie. Yes, um, yes, it God has. Damn it. It. It, 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 it sure has. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, a lot of things uh, happen in this episode, such as the theme this season of domestic violence. Um, yeah. Not yeah. against it, but like, okay. Kind of a <laughs> time to pick that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know. I mean, I think it is actually at the right time to use that and and show the differences of how it's handled in different situations. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do like that. I, I think they're handling it fairly well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. It's, it's interesting that this is something that they really are focusing on 
and there are not that there's anything that I would necessarily would say that there's, that is more worthy, but it's I, I'm it's interesting that this is what they're going with though. Yeah, uh, this is sort of a constant threat um, that sort of penetrates this show throughout the season so far. Um, although it does sort of die down towards the middle um, when there's more stuff to fill <laughs> yeah. to fill in the gaps, I guess. Well, the the bigger theme I feel like this entire season has just been family, because mm-hmm. I mean we've we've got the the constant, you know, is is Mariah actually interested in being a part of her daughter's life or is she just using her? And then we've got Luke with his dad, who he just refuses to go talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's. It's it's an interesting thing, sort of the the just the juxtaposition of Mariah and her daughter and Luke and his father. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and and all of Bushmaster's reasons mm-hmm. for wanting to do what he's doing is completely based around family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love the I love the editing choice that was made of Bushmaster's sort of telling us his origin and telling mm-hmm. Mariah why he has beef with her at the same time mm-hmm. Luke is sort of getting things out with his father um, which it was real weird seeing Luke with hair yeah yeah I forgot <laughs> like about that, that. that kind of when I first saw it I'm like wait there's something so wrong about this there's it mm-hmm. just does I, I feel odd I need a safe place <laughs> the safe place that's god damn it <laughs> Yes, <laughs> lol, uh, as they say. Uh, yeah, no, that was, yeah, that was, that was a very well done thing. Although I think we can kind of jump around a little bit though. Cause yeah, it yeah. is running together. Uh, I do like, uh, I, I like uh, Misty sort of having her flashbacks though in episode five. That is something that is its own thing. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else. Was well, there? I thought, yeah, I thought that was handled really well too. Like the way mm-hmm. they jumped back and forth because at first I, when the first one happened, I was like, wait, what's going. And then I saw she had both her arms. I'm like, Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, that was something they did really well with, uh, when shades was being interrogated later on, mm-hmm. on episode, I guess it was episode yes. eight. Like yeah. that entire thing where they showed Misty at the crime scene, like that definitely had the same feel as the way they handled the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was great. And but like, I love her like putting down the bottle of Jameson and then that is how you transition to the flashback. Um, that was really smart. Mm-hmm. And then the end of episode five becomes like really exciting because of all the action that happens. And <laughs> I love that they do the Warriors thing with the yes. beer bottles. It's, yes. It's, and I wish Connor was here because I know he would also appreciate <laughs> that greatly. But that was great. Mr. Cage. <laughs> that was, yeah, the minute I saw them clinking together, I'm like, are they? And then they pans back a little bit and you see them on the guy's fingers. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> it's so good and it fits so well. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's it's uh perfect and just and this leads to another note and we've been just been talking about this all day um the jamaicans are just fun yeah uh, they're fun <laughs> people yeah they really are <laughs> well, and they're they're such i don't know to me they're much more interesting villains than anything mariah is doing like it, yeah i mean they're they're 
they have them painted as kind of classic comic book villains. Well, mm-hmm. well, don't get me wrong. Mariah is also a comic book villain in her schemes and whatnot, but it just, it's like Luther type. Kinda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's in the show. It just, it feels very much like a, a, like the wire or something like that. She's that type yeah. of character. And it's, it's a weird mix of having these like kind of over the top, like just, I feel like, I feel like mm-hmm. shades is more interesting than Mariah. Yeah. yeah. He definitely is. You know, like, the fact that, like, he had his own sort of, like, gang, sort of street gang, and that they've sort of stuck together, and they have their own sort of, you know, hit sign or whatever, that sort of chest thing that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's kind of cooler and <laughs> than anything that she's doing, and just the way he interacts with any character. Because um, whenever, and also whenever he's on screen, he's just cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just... Well, that and just, you know, I know he and Mariah are supposed to be in a relationship because she's mm-hmm. sucking on that finger. Um, but I, I don't see how they actually are in love with each other because you certainly don't see it in any of the interactions they have yeah. when they're on screen other than just to, you know, state that well, yeah, because I'm here for you and you're here for me or whatever whatever random bullshit they say to each other. Like, that's that's the only reason the viewer would have any any idea that they're actually supposed to be together if they if they jumped in at, let's say, like, episode four or five. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never really believed their relationship. No, not for uh, a second. Mm-hmm, like, not in the first season. They really aren't selling me this season that much. Um... Yeah. I don't think it's necessary. Like, they can still be very close. Like, mm-hmm. that can still be a thing where it's like, oh, I really trust you as, like, a professional individual, as, like, a I don't believe for a second they fucking... No, I don't <laughs> believe that at all. Um, yeah. And it doesn't... It comes off as forced a lot of the time, I think. Yeah. Like, it, it would have, I think, just been a better choice to have them just be business partners. And, like, mm-hmm. because of what they went through, mind you, I haven't seen all of season one, but based on what they both went through with season one, from what I know, like, that would make more sense, that they would mm-hmm. be united in their front to to try and take Harlem back and, you know, let him him deal with the underhanded stuff and let her be the public figure. Right. But instead, yeah. they've got to have those two... Sucking on them fingers, yo. Finger sucking. Um, God, it's it's so wrong. It's it just doesn't feel right. It, it could, because she could be his mom. That's, that yeah, that yeah, that definitely has some bearing. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's not be let's not uh pretend that that's not the biggest problem with this. It's like you're so much older than him. This does not make sense. Um, yeah, it's a creepy sex thing. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he leaves the shades on when they're boning down. I think he does. Yeah, I think he does too. Because I mean, he puts those on when he seems to be on a mission, and I'm guessing when he's he's getting he's getting funky with her, he has to be on a mission. So yeah, shades got to stay on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, <laughs> and this is sort of is a natural transition into the next episode. It's like. I believe him and Comanche as a couple more than I believe him and Mariah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the way things played out in these four episodes, yeah, that that would kind of strike me as a more realistic view mm-hmm. on what's going on in their lives. Yeah, and also like 
they say it without saying that they did some things in prison that they were uh they they were involved in some ways uh, <laughs> i totally missed that but i'll take your word for it i mean i i didn't write down the exact quotes uh but he does say i would die for you che um uh, yeah so yeah okay so we're we're talking the uh one true couple theory you got going on here then mm-hmm. okay yeah he, yeah, he's like, what happens inside happens inside also, which is like, oh, There's okay. There's so many different ways to interpret that, and all of them are terrible. Um, yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah, no, I, I, the more I think about it, though, the more I, I think that would be the better angle they could have taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would be, I would much prefer that, uh, for sure. Yeah. It would be it would be far more interesting, but uh, yeah, like, and that sort of plays out in how their relationship comes to a conclusion. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That was yeah. That was that was the point where where I was like, these two have a much more realistic mm. relationship than Mariah and him do because Definitely. they actually show that they care about each other and you know they have a history together and just i don't know it just everything about them works so much better than anything with mariah and him on the same screen yeah yeah i agree um but yeah so those two are really really good together um i also i like prana more as these episodes go on Mm -hmm. um i especially like him in episode six of this season uh when we learn his backstory um i can see that he's not necessarily a bad guy he's sort of morally ambiguous but he doesn't he's, do anything with malice i guess it's, he's opportunistic yes yeah. yeah yeah i mean you know he's he's not directly involved with the blackmailing of uh the guy who owns the plastics company but he's also not going to say no to somebody wanting money or wanting him to deal with their stocks and money and make his own money on the side. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was exactly. interesting that we learned that he's not that bad of a guy while Misty is questioning whether she is a good person or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and questioning whether or not she can remain a good person uh, if she has to do what she feels is necessary to win. Um, and I thought that was just really, it, just a very interesting cross-section there and how those two stories intersect and weave um you know with her finding her you know framing cockroach at the exact same moment that she finds out his head has been torn off yeah yeah that was (laughs) that was not what i was expecting to have happen to cockroach um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah well this is this is the episode where uh they're opening up the the medical center what exactly is it that black mariah is trying to get yeah some sort of like community medical clinic thing okay um and you find out where all the missing people are Mm -hmm. they've been and and it's 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 fairly simple you know set up and knock down type of thing but we did not expect no those people at all no um it's up there with uh, Kingpin in season one of Daredevil, as far mm-hmm. as gruesome things go. Um, yeah, yeah, and they show the heads like three times, also, mm-hmm. uh, to really sell it. Yeah, uh, that's... one time they're blurry though, so that's good. Yeah, well, that was the thing when they were like saying like, you "No know, warning," you know, 
the next these next things you might see are a little bit shocking for whatever viewers on the news uh, that's flashing up. And I was I was like, wait, are they really going to show that? Oh, they're blurred. Okay, cool. Okay, that's that's actually somewhat somewhat realistic and believable that they would blur out the severed heads that got placed inside mm-hmm. of that place. Yeah, except in England, which was a great thing to point out that they would uh, just show it and uh, not care. Um, I mean, <laughs> that whole sequence, um, like her finding the the severed heads, kind of took me for surprise. I didn't think that was what's gonna what was gonna happen. No, I wasn't. I knew something bad was going to happen at the opening, but I really wasn't sure what to expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, then. Where? What else? Uh, anybody else have an idea of where we should go next while I look at my notes? Well, this is, I mean, this is the episode where where Bushmaster is fights luke but that's not till the end of the episode i mean i'm trying to think of what else really happens because i mean we we've kind of covered a lot of things that yeah went on just like i mean the this was an episode that definitely showed like the for lack of better term the homoerotic relationships or a subtext between uh shades and and comanche right and just yeah yeah well i guess one thing to go to is um piranha sort of inspires luke to start reconciling with his dad mm-hmm. um he by bringing him to the church and not just you know getting to a giant screaming match um and his dad sort of inspires him to go and fight him or whatever or fight a yeah uh yeah, <laughs> yeah. and this also had hunter's favorite scene of these Pocket couple pants. episodes yeah <laughs> I'd, I'm sure it was some sort of like. It was I, probably nightshade, but like the fact that he pulled out of his pocket, I was like, "Yep." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it also paralyzed him, which is just yeah. so comic booky. Just yeah, <laughs> just all of a sudden he's paralyzed. Like yeah, it, but I mean, the thing that I was trying to figure out was, had he not taken his dose of his invulnerability smoke or whatever is that why luke was able to actually beat the piss out of him or was it just that luke was prepared for him this time i think that was the i think that was the key thing is he was prepared and ready for him okay um and luke is i i I like to describe it as luke is a bulldozer Mm -hmm. um and this guy's like a Mm, he's like a wrecking ball almost um but like a very precise wrecking ball you know (laughs) like when they stick like a giant hook on one of those things Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. that's him that's this guy you know it's very he's very mathematical and precise interesting if not a little clunky metaphor but i'll go with it it. is it's very (laughs) clunky but that's what i do um (laughs) i am mr clunk um (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, but no, like their fight, their fight is very. I like it. That was a very well done fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I, see what Lou and John were talking about on our last review. Oh, uh, what had they said that the choreography was much better in the fights? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's just everything I've seen. Like I've, I've enjoyed every one of the yeah. fights. The one thing though, I have been, I've been trying to figure out though is. Like I said, I didn't finish the first season. Was there some point where Luke had gone through another treatment to make his skin even tougher? Because oh. the night nurse had said something about that to him. Okay, so a couple he, got shot by, he got shot by uh, a Judas bullet in the mm-hmm. first season. 
Mm-hmm. And in order to remove it, they had to put him in back into the process. Okay. Okay. That made Got him it. That way in the beginning. Oh. Got it. That's why. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah. They I... had to use the same machine, but like they had to use acid. As, oh. As sort of like because that's how they sort of reversed it to weaken his skin enough so that they could get in there, and then they replaced the acid with the original compound to help him heal up. Okay. Um. Cool. Just needed that cleared up. But that was that's something I've noticed this entire season is Luke has gotten real good at figuring out how to deflect bullets off of his body to hit people. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't know if that's how bullets really work. <laughs> you can I... just kind of move your shoulder when they hit you to deflect them back at the person who shot you. Mm, yeah, I don't know if that's how they work either. I'm. Pr- I'm pretty sure lead will just like pancake against you. Um, yeah, unless, yeah, you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how these things work. I, I mean, I'm not a gunsmith by trade, but I would think there would be a whole lot of screaming and dead people based on Luke just having. If his body can ricochet bullets like that, then every time he gets hit, shouldn't they be flying all over whatever room he's in and potentially murdering thousands? Well, not thousands, yeah. hundreds yeah. of people. I'm, I'm remembering now that his skin is basically like Kevlar. Um, which is elastic, kind mm-hmm. of. So maybe that's the idea. Like, his skin is basically a super strong trampoline. I mean, how to reel <laughs> That's the best answer I've got. Like, cool. I'll take it. Uh, I mean, it's an answer. I'll take it. I, I I'm I'm pulling it very loose threads, but like, I'm trying to remember because they gave like a really good explanation about how his skin actually works. Um, in the first season, but I, I haven't gone back and, and watched well, the second half, so yeah. Yeah. Eh, whatever. That works. That's fine. Anyways, um, I do like Luke just like coming out of walls and yes. <laughs> to the floor yes. in this episode. That that was a part that like when they when they showed all the guys trying, when they were first what, grabbed Piranha and Luke is going down to get them, I guess, when they're going through the hallways, like, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh great, another hallway fight, and then Luke just busts out of the walls. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's a really novel way to actually get rid of the whole trope of, oh yeah, this is a Marvel show, we have hallway fights. Yeah, yeah. It's more, uh, I don't know. It's, it's like Jaws. <laughs> it's more but... like Aliens. Like mm-hmm. they're in the ceiling, they're in the walls. Yeah. 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 You Luke, never know where he's, he's, he's going to come from. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That, so good. Um. But yeah, this leads up to the fight that I was referencing in the opening bit. Uh. Uh. In which uh John McIver <laughs> says, "Is this your king?" Oh wait, wrong, wrong thing, uh, wrong Marvel property. Uh. <laughs> he should have though. That would be that would be cool. Um. Which but, yeah. The uh, the guy who's playing uh, Bushmaster, like, is is he actually of Jamaican descent, or is no. he just really? His no. uncle is definitely not. Okay. No, definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, like he's a. I, I believe I don't want to. I don't want to say anything that's not true, but I, he grew up in Harlem. I know that for sure. Okay. Um, and I believe he's muslim i might be wrong about that i don't okay. want to talk out of talk out of school mm-hmm. um but yeah like 
yeah, not not Jamaican at all. Okay. Apparently, yeah, because I've heard. I mean, his his accent. I mean, not that you know, not that I've spent any time whatsoever in Jamaica or surrounded by Jamaican people or their culture, but from everything I've seen in movies and heard on on shows or documentaries about the area, like he sounds like the part. I'd say, mm-hmm. you know, ignorant white guy speaking here. So right, yeah. yeah. We, we we need uh, an expert in voodoo <laughs> and Jamaican uh, <laughs> accents, and uh, we need someone who isn't white to talk yeah, about right. this. Yes, and that and was Ghostface Killer. Also. Yes, That's, we need yes. Ghostface uh, Killer on his podcast tomorrow. Basically, um, we need him to be both of those things that we said because I mean, his name is Ghostface Killer. So that's a good point. Yeah, you you would think. I mean, yeah. 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 And you know, Staten Island is a multicultural area, especially of 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 Manhattan or not Manhattan of New York. So, mm-hmm. it's uh, shout out to Staten Island where I spend a lot of summers. Um, yeah, that's yeah. something something I noticed from earlier episodes. But uh, I just wanted to mention about the guys playing Bushmaster. If he wasn't playing Bushmaster, he would have been my pick. Seeing what he looks like, at least for this for the character he's playing, he would have been my pick for Tombstone because he looks Ooh. like tombstone so much and i don't know if you guys caught it if it was in these episodes or if it was in prior episodes of the season but there's a point where you see him ignore a call coming in from on his phone it says tombstone oh damn whoa what yeah i did not notice that at all but that's really fucking cool yeah um also the important one out he auditioned for umbaku um really so, oh yeah so yeah, and huh. that would have been he a would have nailed it also. World, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it would have yeah. definitely been a very different version of Mbaku, but yeah, no, I could have totally been into that. Mm-hmm. Huh. And even the reverse, if the guy who played Mbaku, I think he would have he would have been he would have been a very different version of this character as well. But they both could have swapped, I think, pretty well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, interesting bit of interesting tidbit and i guess he auditioned for other roles in black panther as well but every black actor on earth yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure i mean come on that's a once in a lifetime opportunity to get in a movie like that Mm -hmm. anyways back to uh back to luke cage um yeah so he gets kicked into some water Mm -hmm. a body of water again 2018 the marvel trope of of this (laughs) year uh but yeah, uh, two, so episode seven of this season um, opens up with him in the water. He sees like his life flash before his eyes. He sees his mom. Uh, he's his hair that <laughs> was so disturbing. Yes. Uh, to me as well. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, he he makes it to the church. If I'm remembering correctly. Well, no, I think his. I, I'm guessing either somebody brought him there or his dad brought him there. Maybe I can't remember actually. Uh, I know I just watched this like a couple hours ago, but yeah. Um, but yeah. I do remember that like one of Reggie Carter's first lines, or one of the things that he says to him after they get into a mini argument is like, "Don't talk to me like that. You ain't grown." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he said. He also line. says something else. He's like, "Don't give me that face." Like something yeah. along those <laughs> lines. Yeah. I love it. He's that was one of my favorite things at specifically this episode and and I think the prior one too was just the the interactions between Luke and his dad 
they're so good it makes me so sad that that actor is no longer with us too yeah r.i.p uh reggie carter um but yeah yeah totally like they they feel so natural Mm -hmm. as father and son like I, i believe that one created the other even though they look very little alike Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh reggie reggie carter is a fairly short man but it's still it just works uh they're and they just they just bounce off each other so well and they have such good chemistry mm-hmm. on screen yeah they definitely do although uh luke's dad is not very good at the job the one job he was given which was watching piranha mm-hmm. while luke went to go fight a uh, bushmaster yeah. I mean, wasn't his response like, oh, I yeah. thought he was with you. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> but his reason, I guess, is like, it has to do with God, which is like, okay, I guess. Uh, still like, okay, wh- whatever, man. Yeah, I, come oh, on, your, your son yeah, who you know... Oh, what's that, Hunter? He still got... Okay, he died in the most, like, metal way possible. Though. He did. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I think that goes to the point of, like, He's not a bad person because I don't think he expected that at all. No, no, uh, I you know I expected him to get beat on a bit until he gave up the codes for him. But no, they just they went the whole nine yards and just took his head off. Mm-hmm. The, Why assume that he they stuck him in the fish tank? <laughs> and that's and that's what we're supposed to assume from that, and that's why the water is so yellow. Uh, uh, I might be wrong though. <laughs> you never never know uh but yeah like just gruesome um very very gruesome Uh, something we haven't addressed so far actually is misty's arm uh which is the most dude sex looking arm ever fucking yeah it's so fucking cool yeah it it is cool yeah did they uh did i've noticed that red button on her hand like did they mention what that was i think they did but i i missed it i didn't notice anything um hmm. it's gonna be, I'm gonna a, be a, a taser probably I'm, yeah i'm Maybe. waiting for some sort of big reveal of it what this yeah. an arm Holy fuck. I mean, it does look a lot like uh, Ant-Man's uh, shrink trigger, so maybe... She'll maybe shrink. Something. But just her arm. <laughs> just her arm will shrink. <laughs> that would be great. Or it just grows really big, which... Uh, <laughs> which would also be great. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. But it could be anything. I, I, I do think, like, a, a taser is probably the smartest thing to use it for, I guess. Um... But yeah, also, like, it looks really cool, but also you can tell that it's her wearing a glove when you actually mm-hmm. look at her actual hand, like, close up. Like, yes. I, I'm fine with it, but still, like... <laughs> I, you know, we beggars can't be choosers. We actually got right. Misty Knight with a robot arm in a Luke yeah. Cage show. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm okay with it not looking 100% like what I guess a real robot arm would look like. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the only thing that's missing is her to start dating uh, Danny at this point, but that's not mm-hmm. going to happen for a while, if ever. No, probably not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just uh, and I mean, I I haven't finished the the season yet, but just like I'm not really expecting Luke and Jessica to get back together anytime soon. No, not for a while. Um, yeah, but uh, they have like a couple years to do it, so yeah, fine. that's true. For true. now, um, also they changed they changed their whole interaction so yeah anyways point <laughs> yeah uh not to go down an alias rabbit hole although <laughs> i don't mind it no. um 
that's that's something we should do for that show. Just us find someone else to talk about Alias with us. I'd be um, okay with that. Because yeah, I'll have to read uh, it. My notes for seven and eight get real short, so I'll... <laughs> let's, just, let's quickly go over them because it is almost full. <laughs> well, yeah. they're so action packed that it like it yeah. gets it gets crazy. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's. I'm trying to remember how seven ends up. Like eight is the one that's sticking with me the most right now because I just watched it. But uh, seven ends. I think seven ends with Che. That's the, the last note I have is R.I.P. Che. Um, so I guess that's a that's a good place to go to. Um, at least for now is Che's death, which is. I think it's really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Shades in that whole scene and how he knows that he's been betrayed by Che and he's just playing it very cool and and Che is just none the wiser. Um, and up until the minute or up until the moment where Shade shoots him, it seems like Che feels like, okay, this is good. I, yeah. he, he believes me. Um, and then he gets that shot and he just... And they just start crying. Yeah, both of them. Well, uh, it's also that I mean, I I legitimately thought that that Cherokee was going to get out. Like he's just like, oh, cool, his problem is gone. Like he took care of the problem, and Shades is just going to act like he didn't know what was going on there and let things continue. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, he he let emotion get the better part of him because even my wife pointed out like. He's standing above him. Why would he shoot him again? Ballistics mm-hmm. are going to be able to tell that he shot him from above. Your wife is very smart. <laughs> because, uh, uh, sexy Will Graham, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, uh, much the same thing, um, mm-hmm. in the beginning of the next episode. Uh, Revenge of Sexy Will Graham is, will be the title of this episode <laughs> uh, that you're listening to right now. Uh, because, Yes, she's in full, full Will Graham mode, just picking apart everything, recreating the scene, putting on shades as glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so cool. I love it so much. Yeah, I just that that entire scene was so great. Like just having her actually be part of the crime scene itself and reenacting it, but it's just it's her wearing shades, shades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real good. It's real, real good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that so so much. Um, yeah, there's a lot of. I don't know. I'll let you guys because I, I I'm forgetting so much of this. Uh, there's so much going on. Let's see. Well, it's that's also what happens when we we watch them all in a single night. Like mm-hmm. all the episodes we're supposed to, it tends to. While we enjoy them at the time, it tends to blur things up a little bit when we come to talk about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean i'm well i mean the biggest thing is just you know this was the episode that that bushmaster was this the episode where bushmaster told his backstory and and burned down black mariah's club or her house the end that was the end of seven, seven at the same time as che is dying so yeah okay so that's happening so Che getting shot is happening at the same time Bushmaster's burning down the house and Luke is and sort of like talking to his dad. dad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which that I thought that was great because I mean this whole time you know we've kind of been in the dark and it took eight episodes to finally reveal why Bushmaster was doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, just I mean just seeing like Mariah with nothing really because I mean mm-hmm. she 
like she told her daughter when she went to her her apothecary, I guess for lack of a better term, just like you know, no, I had to borrow these clothes from whoever she said, and she doesn't have anything else. Like everything is gone. Yeah, it's it's uh, her fall from grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it hits hard. Um, and, she does not handle it well. And like Shades tells her later when she's digging through the wreckage of her house, like all you had to do was sell that painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... that, that moment is really strong. And that's some of her best work in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, because their relationship feels more real. Um, and again, like it doesn't feel like a lover's relationship. It feels like two partners. Well, um, honestly, I, I thought they were just going to start boning down in the ashes of her house right. there. Just, yeah. just when Shades is like, are you angry? Are you scared? I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. This is going someplace <laughs> very bad very quickly. 70s oh. porn music. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but thankfully, but, uh, thankfully, that didn't happen. Yeah, th- thankfully. Um, okay, I think we did cover seven because <laughs> I'm looking at a thing so we can kind of go into eight but if either of you remember something from seven no i mean it's <laughs> it's it's like i said like i'm just i'm kind of all over the place because it i watched all mm-hmm. of these episodes today so i'm Same. it's all kind of mixed together in my head yeah it's almost like we should have done three three four um yeah almost uh <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's fine uh, but uh, still, <laughs> we should remember this next time. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so episode eight. Um, again, like so much stuff happens. Like the show's pace is just increasing and building and building. And I hope that it keeps this pace um, mm-hmm. because that's when the show is exciting. Uh, yeah. When it just keeps on building and you just you can't wait for the next episode. Um, yeah well that was when the way this episode's end this episode ends like i was definitely like i kind of want to watch the next one right mm-hmm. now but i'll probably save that for tomorrow or monday but yeah it um i mean it it i'm trying to think what was it yeah well it oh yeah well it's luke being at uh his dad's church and you know I mean, just getting the Jesus back in him again, I guess, or just hanging out mm-hmm. with his dad, and then the shooters all come there, and that's he yet loves another. The Jeebus. He does the Jeebus, the Jeebus man. He um, loves. <laughs> I love him. I love the Jesus. Um, <laughs> the guy starts shooting, and Luke once again does his magical shoulder shrug that shoots a bullet back at the guy shooting at him. Like there are, there's a crowd of parishioners there, Luke. Maybe, maybe just absorb the bullets. Maybe not. Maybe not do your circus tricks. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that'd be a good idea and not accidentally kill someone in front of your father in his fucking church. Good point. Good point. <laughs> like, I mean. That's followed up, though, by his dad beating up the guy who was yes. shooting at Luke, which is so good. <laughs> yes. I love it so much. Yes. Oh, God. That, <laughs> love was, that was definitely one of my favorite parts of this episode, was just like, you no, don't shoot at my baby boy. You don't shoot at my, yeah, you don't shoot at my baby boy. That's uh, so good. He's like, don't get salty with me, I'll break a foot off, off in your ass. It was That was so good. He's like, I'd like to see you try. He's flowering um, in church, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. that's that's great and then shade's going to visit Comanche's mom mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just a oddly very touching scene um, yeah yeah it was when i was see when I, when I was watching that i was thinking about like you never see this in like movies about criminals or like mm-hmm. tv shows that have like criminals as lead characters like you never see the fallout of when like their buddy dies that and they have to go tell somebody about it mm-hmm. and i yeah. it was handled pretty well like yeah. you know i'm not gonna lie it was it was handled extremely well and i i like that you know the mom she doesn't just buy it Mm-hmm. shades she's you know like i don't believe you I, my my boy would never he, he knew the rules he knew the game mm-hmm. um which is just i love that uh i love that it is his mom is like a realist about everything um but i also love you know she's like i don't want your money he's like you're gonna i'm gonna give it to you anyways um that was you're gonna just, need it yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah, which I mean, I guess that's to imply that she was just getting money from her son on a regular basis, and now that mm-hmm. he's gone, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when he when Shades is eventually taken out in whatever way, what's going to happen to her? Are they going to have an episode about the fallout of her life, and is she going to become a supervillain? Um, that that would be an interesting place to go with it for sure. It, you know, I, I, I would, I do think it would be interesting if. The moms of people who have died in these shows, specifically in Luke Cage, if that became a thing, because there have to be a lot of just moms whose kids have died. They um, they could form together like Voltron. They'd just be a giant mom robot. That, like <laughs> they're shooting pies at Luke. <laughs> that and couch covers. Yep. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh... Um, I want to talk about Nandi for a second because I think she gets better in these four episodes. Yeah, uh, because she wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was just kind of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to be part of the joke squad, as I call them, uh, because that's what they were. Uh, just ripping on Misty for not having an arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, like she becomes a more interesting character and. <laughs> The fact that they they didn't really sell that they had like a rivalry before. Um, well, initially when they introduce her, it seems like oh, you know, they kind of have a a frenemy rivalry, and then she just mm-hmm. turns into a terrible bitch. Yep. And yep. then and then in this episode and maybe some of the prior one, like all of a sudden she's being a good cop again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you understand why she's on the force. Mm-hmm. Um, you know and. She seems she's a good second in command to Misty in yeah. these episodes, um, a very effective at her job. Um, so yeah, I wanted I wanted to give her some commend her a little bit, but her partner sort of fades. Oh yeah, a blonde white guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he fades so fast. Um, but yeah, uh, it's a it's a it's an improvement I will say over mm-hmm. the first four. Um, I love uh, when. Uh, Bushmaster finds out Luke isn't dead <laughs> and that he saved Mariah and her daughter uh, and he just like breaks that chair uh, it's so good well, that, that and so much. speaking of Bushmaster um, uh, trying to kill Mariah I, 
how ineffective as a villain are you if you're going to spread gasoline all over the house of the woman that you want dead, but you're not going to pour any on her? Fair point. Like, wouldn't wouldn't he just coat her in gasoline, or why not just circle her in gasoline and then light it on fire? Like, yeah. I just, I, I don't understand that. Anyways, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's it's the nightshade that isn't really what nightshade looks like when you have the flowers of it. Regardless, it's the nightshade making him crazy. Right. I don't think it's the nightshade the flower. I think that's just the name for it. Whatever nightshade is supposed to be in this context. Then Mariah's daughter is... the fort actual nightshade. <laughs> then Mariah's daughter is terrible at running an apothecary. Because if you're going to run an apothecary, you need to call things by what they actually are. Not like, this is nightshade. Well, it's not really nightshade, but we call it nightshade here. Well, I do remember being that it's... So it's the thing that she finds in a book. It's more of a recipe, I think. Like, nightshade is the name of whatever uh whatever he's making okay okay because i i could have sworn when he first went into her shop he's like oh i need this and i need some nightshade i need this but all right that that might make it a better excuse but my memory is that she puts it all together in her head like okay like she's like oh nightshade um it's one of Mm -hmm. those things it's like uh you know like van helsing hears you know you know xx and y or whatever and he's like oh it's a vampire or whatever that that kind of moment that she has um <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't use like or when sherlock holmes hears about two clues and nope. puts it together it's automatically my van head helsing. goes to van helsing because uh that's me uh hunter understands what i'm going for hunter hunter, hunter gets it <laughs> Uh, nerds nerds universal movie man (laughs) oh you hear about the dark universe that's supposed to be happening it's not like i'm rewatching penny dreadful again or anything like that um you can never say that uh yeah uh where were we (laughs) it's all over the place Uh, yeah um i mean i i guess the thing that i shocked that i'm saying this but i mean i also didn't watch any of iron fist so i don't have the scars that you guys are bearing but um hearing like luke say like hey you still have uh you still have danny's number like Mm i i'm hoping oh god i'm hoping that this will be a fun version of danny rand like more along the lines of what we saw in defenders same i'm hoping the same as well (laughs) (laughs) childish Whatever that was. I mean, one of my favorite things about Defenders is that at the end, he clearly grows up quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and he, Matt has a big effect on him, which is something that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's like visibly shaken at the end, Um, but it seems to have like a new purpose in life. Uh, So that's something that I'm excited to see, I guess. Um when he comes back but i'm interested in how they'll do him i guess (laughs) yeah i'll be curious to see how they introduce him based on everything that's gone on with defenders and and just seeing where he's at in his business i mean just the fact that you know he's he's giving misty this robot arm and obviously things are going pretty well for rand industries at this point so Mm -hmm. he must have some sort of control over what's going on right yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we will see. Um, 
I found it weird that Luke was able to instantly get to the apothecary. Although I might not understand the geography, where things are in orientation to each other. Yeah, I mean, it's all supposed to be taking place in Harlem, and I mean, I, you know, I've, I think I've set maybe five minutes in Harlem in all the times I've been in Manhattan, but I, I never really was under the impression that it was that large geographically. I, right. I'm probably completely wrong on this, but the the limited knowledge i have of it i never thought it was all that big so mm-hmm. it would make sense that he could get from wherever he's supposed to be yeah. prior to that mm-hmm. to get to the apothecary okay i guess that makes sense um, you know yeah yeah um hmm. interesting um <laughs> i'm trying to figure out if there's anything more uh i guess since well, none of us have seen the later episodes, right? So no, I, guess I have can, not. We can kind of openly speculate, and it doesn't matter for right or wrong. Uh, yeah. Don't tell us, though. So, <laughs> no. Bushmaster gets a Power Ranger suit. <laughs> uh, no, if he gets an armor, though, and it looks cool, I'm into that. Because um, it makes I, Luke get an armor. So, yeah. My, my guess is that they're going to somehow have danny fight bushmaster just to see what's going on and danny's gonna be like oh yeah he's doing this this is what we need to do to beat him and it'll be danny and luke beating the hell out of him together beating the crap out of this dude i want that so bad yeah i want that so so much um yeah i'm interested there are five more episodes left and i didn't i didn't watch them obviously but i did i looked at the summaries that netflix has Mm-hmm. Which doesn't necessarily tell me anything, <laughs> because yeah. Netflix is notoriously bad at those. Um, but what I did see, it feels like Danny's only going to be in for two more episodes. So oh yeah, guess... yeah, that's what I saw too. But I'm yeah. I'm hoping that because the one thing I saw in the description was like something along the uh, uh, Danny helps and in, in in the only way that Danny can or something something that just made it sound kind of goofy. Yeah, but, I'm reading. Uh, Danny insists on helping Luke hunt for Bushmaster, the Iron Fist way. Yeah, uh, okay, that's I love what. That, though. <laughs> that's what I'm kind of like. Huh. Yeah. Are they completely serious, or are they being goofy? There, I'm not sure. Well, um, if, if it's the Iron Fist way, that means he goes in not knowing anything about what he's doing or what he's facing, and he's just confident about it. <laughs> so he just he continually tells Bushmaster, "I'm the Iron Fist," and he just gets so yes. tired of it, he goes back to Jamaica. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. That okay. is how we all That's win. <laughs> you unleash confused Danny Rand on people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm hoping that at least Danny will be able to to push Luke in the right direction on how to fight him effectively mm-hmm. or yeah. somehow teach what him some, Oh, go ahead. Iron, Iron Fist teaches Danny Rand some crazy Kung Fu. Well, that'd be weird for him. Oh, that'd be weird for Iron Fist to teach himself Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm not tired or anything. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I mean I could see I could see uh, him teaching him how to focus his chi, so he's able mm-hmm. to defeat whatever pocket <laughs> sand he throws at him. What's that? Oh, okay. No, that's a good point, actually. Because um, they the made a point. Sand. Yeah. Because they made a point of uh, of when Misty and uh, what's her face were training 
like back in the first couple episodes, she talks about chi to her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's Danny's thing. It's like I need to eat a lot when I use my chi. Right. So I'm I'm thinking it'll come into play in some way or another outside of just Danny focusing it. Like, He'll probably teach apps. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, He'll teach that, Luke on it. That brings back something from Iron Fist season one, actually, which I can't believe I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but he fights this is the only good episode uh hunter you probably remember this episode it's the mortal Kombat episode oh, uh yeah. where he fights a woman who uh has spider venom that gives him hallucinations and paralyzes sure. him real stupid yeah it's real sure. dumb but it's the best episode of that season so oh God. that like... sounds that sounds like a cw show that you just described yeah. <laughs> the the hero fights a woman with spider venom for blood Hell yeah! yeah. Like, well, like Riverdale, maybe like, is, like that's, mm. that's the tone of that episode. Um, but yeah, like, but he, like he has to use his chi powers to like get rid of the poison. Um, okay. And to stop having hallucinations. Okay. Because it gives him hallucinations. Uh, <laughs> 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 fucking Iron Fist. <laughs> I. Anyways, um, but no, that's a, that's a good point. Like, Danny knows how to like undo poisons through his chi powers or whatever. So mm-hmm. if he can teach even a little bit of that to Luke, that could be very useful. Well, and just I mean, just the fact that the way Bushmaster has his powers is through using natural means, whatever mm-hmm. whatever herbs and various other sure, stuff natural. he breathes. <laughs> whatever herbs he's breathing the smoke in of i mean it i would imagine that that the iron fist would have some sort of knowledge of what the guy is doing potentially like just from his mm-hmm. experience training with all the monks yeah probably um he would probably have a very good idea of what bushmaster is doing um more than luke definitely um, yeah yeah so yeah that that'll be that'll be interesting and then Everything I'm seeing suggests that it seems like there's going to be another plot. Like, I'm oh, no, uh, we don't why? need any more plots. I'm very, I'm confused by everything that I'm reading. Like, in these descriptions, Luke teams up with an unlikely ally in episode uh, to combat a new strain of heroin. That's episode twelve. Oh but, yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, where does wait? When does this heroin come in in the next four episodes? Uh, Why so do I keep I don't doing know. this? I don't know. It's it's almost like it's thirteen episodes is too many episodes. Like right. maybe they should do ten and mm-hmm. just stick with the storyline and that's it. I mean, everything I'm seeing on here makes it seem like eleven should be the end, but yeah. it's not. Yeah, I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, on the bright side, episode thirteen is sixty nine minutes. So nice, and uh, nice. Uh, God damn it! This show's awful. <laughs> we are the worst. Uh, I so the reason there's no AD this week is because I didn't care. <laughs> I I just didn't care. I was like fuck it, this is a holiday week. I'm not writing down news or anything. We're all celebrating our attention. country. But uh, yeah. if any news breakthrough that's like related to this, because I, if something did, then we should talk about it now, I guess. Maybe. Um, 
I, the only, I mean, the only news that I saw that's and tangentially related to this because it's a Marvel comic was Steve Ditko dying. But outside yeah. of that, oh yeah, we we're gonna open with that. Oops. <laughs> uh, Instead, I'm, I'm... we went for that Namor joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I blame Hunter though. So yeah, uh, yep, no blame it was on me. me. Yeah. Um. But no, that's a so yeah. Steve Ditko has a. a past um yeah he's dead jim <laughs> and i mean i I'd, I'd be lying if i said like i'm even i'm i was ever super into his work i i understand and appreciate what he did for the comic world but i just i've never gotten into golden age comics really at all or whatever bronze or sil- whatever the fuck nerd terms there are for the different ages of comics um but yeah, yeah i just you know he he helped co-create Spider-Man. Like, uh, yeah. he, he's a part of Marvel. He, yeah, he helped create I, yeah. Doctor Strange. Like, I mean, I, I appreciate him the same way that I appreciate Kirby, which is like mm-hmm. when I like. I mean, I, people know that I use Tumblr a lot. Like when I scroll by a really cool piece of Ditko art, I'm like, "Fuck, that's really cool." Yeah, and that's from the and I was like, "This is from '65." Yep. Fuck, there, I, there's art released now that's not as good as this. Yeah. Uh, so like that's as far as my feelings about it can really go. Other than like I'm sorry for his family or loved ones or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like and it I really mean sucks. From from what I know, like he was he was still pretty great to fans that would write him. Like he would actually write people back. You know, if if mm. they wrote him something of interest. Um, but yeah, apparently he was very much a a, a Randian. I mean, uh, it's what's the word I'm looking for here? People who follow the objectivism. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. which cool, I guess. I mean, as as you had said in I chat mean, at earlier, least not like shoving it into everything. Yeah. Well, dude would have to actually, you know, talk to people to have that happen. Like mm-hmm. some some people we <sighs> have discussed on this podcast. Right. <laughs> Tornado yeah. sucks us away. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, like, I mean, I understand, like you said, Arlen, in the uh, chat, like, you know, with the the American greatness time period that he was growing up in, I, or at least was, was gaining his abilities and popularity, and, like, I can understand where that would come from, but... Uh, yeah. Uh. yeah, I mean, and here's the thing, he was an artist, like, mm-hmm. my understanding is he didn't write much, Yeah, he didn't, like... He didn't write many Spider-Man stories where Spider-Man was being like, only the good should, <laughs> should make buildings. Only the smartest should build things. and We shouldn't have firemen. Uh... <laughs> I can't save you because you didn't put in an honest day's work. Goodbye. Right, like that never happened. At least I don't think it did. Um... <laughs> It'd be real weird if it did. Very strange. So like, there's a difference there. And, and Eric is referencing, like, in the 50s, American exceptionalism came back big time because mm-hmm. we just won World War II. <laughs> so really America... Those days. Yeah. America was very high on its own um, supply, to say mm-hmm. the least. Yeah. So I get it. I get being an objectivist at that time because that's when Ayn Rand had her most fervent following. That's when and ran books were getting turned into movies and that's when her books were really selling which is why anybody who's an objectivist now they really want it to be the 50s again Mm -hmm. 
because, <laughs> because oh, that he, was the best time to be an objectivist. So. Oh, you mean uh, Anne Rand, the woman who is an objectivist, who then ended up being on Social Security and various right. other public assistance programs when she got older? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyways. It's almost like there are people who do the exact opposite of what they say they're going to do. Uh, huh. Huh. <laughs> and they lose their integrity as they come close to death. That's what you had integrity to begin with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And here's the thing. For anybody who's going to come out and be like, Anne Rand survived the Nazis, you piece of shit. Uh, I'm aware of that. I'm That's okay. great. Good for her. That's fine. I'm glad she survived them. Um, I prefer Anne Rand to any Nazi. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'll, yeah. I, I'm on that train. But in Anne Rand sense, over a Nazi. In uh, the same sense, maybe somebody better could have survived the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, okay. <laughs> wow, Eric. Wow, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, if we're going to throw it out there, you know, it's not like she was the best person on earth. So. The voices, opinions of Eric, uh, of Eric Fedorchuk do not uh, represent the opinions of the entire <laughs> Phantom Zone. I'm not. Uh, Eric Fedorchuk uh, walking future endeavors. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying I wanted Nazis to come out of the out of anything the Nazis did. Okay, I want all of them to have died horribly. I'm right. saying though, maybe somebody <laughs> who wasn't such an asshole could have survived. <laughs> no, uh, no, I agree with you, but it's just it's really funny to <laughs> to get hung up on this point. No, I get what you mean, like. I would prefer Anne Frank had survived because mm-hmm. uh, she was just a girl. She was yeah, just she was a just person. a teenager. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is this show? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was about Luke Cage. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Um... <laughs> it's the three-man curse again. <laughs> this is, I'll say this. Of all the three-man crew episodes... This is our best one. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, um, yeah. Rest in peace, Steve Ditko. Um, uh, wherever you are, <laughs> we hope you're happy. Um, well, uh, yeah. he's he's in rapture now. So right. Yes. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's in a bathosphere, looking at giant whales and fighting off big daddies. Forever right. and ever and ever, Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I think the real sad part of this is like, wow, Stan's days are numbered. <laughs> well, that's and that's something I'm. I mean, I understand he's a 95, 96 year old man, however old Stanley is at this point. Um, but I'm kind of shocked that nothing has come from his camp about this. Mm. Like, almost it, like. Yeah. Mm. I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. <laughs> I, yeah, I created Spider-Man. Um, it was me, <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yes, I made him too. Um, yeah, Batman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's comics are fucked, guys. 
That's that's the best mm-hmm. way to put it. Or at least comic yeah. creators are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's, there are places we could go with this, with Stan Lee and Ditko, but we won't because, no. yeah. Um, but uh, we've said it enough. Uh, Stan, uh, he, was, uh, he wasn't the most honest guy in the 60s. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, you know, he took he was, advantage of a lot of people who were taking acid a whole lot. So Right. Yeah, and you could you could make the argument that uh, Mad Men was not just the advertising industry. Oh no, 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 no! It <laughs> so, was everything. It was any so, industry back then. Yeah, so just think about that. Imagine Marvel offices being very much like Mad Men, uh, and Stan is Don Draper. So just, 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 just put that in your head. Yeah, uh, yeah. that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you'll be able to fill in all the little pieces of the things that probably occurred uh between stan and other people uh yeah okay i think this is a good place to start or stop yeah. stop not, start not, uh and rand is not a diet nazi hand this is it this is the episode that will be played at eric's trial. uh <laughs> that's right motherfucker i stand behind what i say <laughs> okay okay um i'll go first uh since we are doing our plugs and all that um lost our podcast every single friday except for fridays during the year <laughs> uh because those are our breaks uh but yeah every week um no idea what the next episode you're gonna listen to nope. is no <laughs> no clue uh because uh things happen yeah um but yeah go listen to that every friday our last episode was uh the journey from indie film to studio films uh and sort of what that looks like nowadays our sort of analysis and thoughts on that subject uh so go listen to that uh project cockeye coming soon uh, look forward to that whatever that is what it is hmm Hunter, what? It's you, <laughs> it's oh. you buddy. Shit. Don't fall in there. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know. Just like, uh, be good to one another. Don't be fucking assholes. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm Eric Fedorchek. You can find me at Eric underscore feed or on Instagram. Cats, dogs, food, comics. Um, I'm also floating around the Phantom Zone. Uh, yeah. That's that's really about it. Nice. All right. Um, nice. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Nothing yeah. horrific. I, I'll save mm-hmm. that. I save that for when I can get the most reaction out of all of you. <laughs> I'm Mike, and he's Bob. Um, <laughs> bye. Fuck Anorant. And fuck X Men Apocalypse. Let's learn DVDs. <laughs> <laughs>